Hey, cashiers. We Have the Receipts podcast is coming at you live from Netflix is a Joke Fest in Los Angeles. Chris, are you kidding? No, Netflix is a joke, Courtney, but this is not one of them. Our listeners in LA have the chance to join us for a live recording of our podcast, We Have the Receipts, hosted by me, Chris Burns. And me, Courtney Revolution. Join us and a few surprise guests from your favorite Netflix reality shows on Saturday, May 4th at 1 p.m. at a secret location in Hollywood. To be announced. Get your tickets for the We Have the Receipts live show at todoom.com slash W-H-T-R. That's todoom, T-U-D-U-M dot com slash W-H-T-R. Tickets are limited. If you can't make it to the show, we still want to hear your beautiful voice. Leave us a message at speakpipe.com slash We Have the Receipts. You may even hear your own voice on the show. Grab a ticket at todoom.com slash W-H-T-R. And we'll see you on May 4th in Los Angeles. Bye, cashiers. talk about uh, politics uh, for a second, but I also, yeah. I also know there are people who uh, don't like jokes about politics, and because it's on Netflix, it presents us with a unique opportunity. Uh, we are going to have an option for people watching at home to skip politics. There will be a box right down there, and they can just click that, and it will take them to the next moment in the show when it's not about politics. So let's give them a second to find that. Because I appreciate that there are people who think there are too many jokes about Donald Trump. And they say, when are the jokes about Donald Trump gonna stop? And the only thing I'll say is I feel like the jokes are the only good part about living through the Trump era. The only good part. I mean... Living through the Trump era without any jokes would be like getting a prostate exam and not wanting the results. <laughs> Let me tell you what we found. No, no, that's not what I'm here for. I'm gonna be here tomorrow, get you back up in there though. It's also very strange for me because based on the kind of show I do, and because it's a show about politics, people have been coming up to me so much over the last two years and saying, oh my God, this Trump presidency must be so good for you. How good is this Trump presidency for you? And I hate that because I hate having people feel as though I'm benefiting from this. <laughs> Feeling like I'm, I feel as though I'm a grave digger in the Middle Ages. <laughs> and people are coming up to me like, oh my God, this plague must be so good for you. <laughs> How good is this plague? And I have to say, well, obviously, we're very upset about the plague. <laughs> but it has been very good for me. <laughs> we had to open a second location. <laughs> it's also strange because there are people who blame me for the Trump presidency because in 2011, I told jokes about him at the White House Correspondents' Dinner and many people say that's the night that maybe he decided to run for president because I told jokes about him and President Obama told jokes about him and it turns out he has very thin skin, <laughs> which is ironic because it looks thick.
like the heel of a catcher's mitt. But a lot of people said it because I told jokes about him that night, because President Obama told jokes about him that night. That was the night he began plotting his revenge, became plotting this course to be president of this country. And a lot of people wrote articles about that night in the lead up to the election. And a lot of those articles only talked about Obama's jokes and left me out of it. And that hurt my feelings because I also wanted credit for tricking him into running for president because I was so sure that he was going to lose. And then he won, and the minute he won, I realized something. This is Obama's fault. <laughs> you know what I feel really bad for in the Trump era is uh, Canada. I feel bad for Canada because in the run-up to the election, so many people said, if he wins, I'm gonna move to Canada. <laughs> and then he won, and nobody did. They must have been so excited on election night, like waiting at the border. <laughs> then a couple weeks passed, nobody showed up, they called. They're like, hey, you guys coming or not, eh? And we're like, oh, what? Oh, yeah, um, no. They're like, why not? Did he not win? No, yeah, no, he did. He did win. Oh, is he not as bad as you thought he was gonna be? N no, he, he's a little bit worse. So what's this all about? Uh, I get, yeah, um, I guess we just don't wanna live in fucking Canada. <laughs> A lot of conservative Christians voted for Donald Trump and they voted for him for the reason that he would pick conservative judges, he would pass legislation that was kind to them and they are certainly getting what they voted for. And I am not to deny anyone voting for what they want. The thing that frustrates me is when conservative Christians tell us that Donald Trump is a religious man. Donald Trump is not in any way, shape or form a religious man. Here's a dead giveaway, here's a dead giveaway. Donald Trump does not go to church which makes sense because he would hate church. Can you imagine Donald Trump sitting for an hour in a room where someone talks about the glory of someone who is not Donald Trump? Is this whole hour about Jesus? Do you know he didn't own a single hotel? True story, night he was born, couldn't get a hotel reservation. And the Bible warns against this exact thing. In the Bible, it says, beware of a wolf in sheep's clothing. Donald Trump isn't even trying that hard. He is not a wolf in sheep's clothing. He's a wolf in a shitty wool sweater. <laughs> Just walking into a flock being like, bah, I'm a sheep. <laughs> when are you guys going to bed? Bah, I'm also a sheep. I'm not gonna eat you, because I'm a sheep, bah. Watch Seth Meyers, Lobby Baby, only on Netflix.